Hey everyone, and welcome to the last Infinite Respawn podcast of the year. I'm Chicken. I'm Oak Tree. I'm Griff. I'm Bucket. And Baby Cthulhu. I thought you all were giving me an announcement. I didn't know, Ch- man. Change like it the just last a little Infinite bit. Respawn pod- I was like, what's happening right now? Yeah, watch watch everybody like- panic. <laughs> I was like, please finish. What you're gonna say right there, sir? No, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta leave it up in the air. Make that everybody gotta get that panic face. Me too. He started, and I was like, "What the fuck is he saying?" <laughs> See, this is this is how <sighs> strict they are behind the scenes, man. It is it is bad here. Someone help! It is bad. Send help. I thought it's you were bad. announcing the end of our podcast without I discussing it with us. All it right, well, I'm done might here. Your so last so one, buddy. Oh. Damn it, uh, chicken! <laughs> oh, got him good. That's that's what we call that. That's a, that's starting out. That's a strong uh, right out of the gate show right here. It's gonna hey, be a long one, yeah. everybody. Get comfortable. Get some. Get your favorite beverage. Maybe some snacks because we got the game awards to talk about. Um, you know, amongst other things. So I imagine we've got some feels on some of the things and stuff. Yeah, but- I didn't watch it at all, unfortunately. <laughs> it was Did on, you not? Well, it was on during Raid Night. And it was not just, okay, Raid Night farm content for a while stuff. It was, this is our first uh, attempt at Lich King. Um, Which is the last boss, by the way. Yeah, the final when boss he goes the... down, we win. Like, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can start looking for retirement homes. I'm done. Yeah. So... I don't know if any of you have ever retired from a game for playing four and a half years every week, uh, but let me like tell you, it's consistently. I think I have missed. We didn't even miss the raid week where our child was born because he I was didn't born miss on a Monday, surgery. and we were back for a raid that that late, later that week on like Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, I don't think I've missed. Which is, to be fair, is more impressive on your part than it is anybody else in that, in that conversation. Oh yeah. So. It's one hundred percent impressive on her side. It's also impressive that we had a child that would actually like sleep through three hour chunks of raid, you know, so that we could actually do that. So he was a generous god when he was little. Yes. Now that he's bigger, yeah. he's uh, it's we've got a three nature now. So. Yep. Yeah, he's he... yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, in in he's games, thirteen so... years old. Yeah, he is thirteen <laughs> years old. Yeah. 13 uh-huh. years old. Uh-huh. Uh, he doesn't have the biggest vocabulary to, to talk back to you, but it, like he has enough words that you're like, wow, calm down there, buddy. Jeez. Yeah, he's, we'll and he's learning. Yeah, he's getting better and better every day. <laughs> um, and game stuff. I'm just going to let everybody know that we learned a thing last night. Um, one, probably playing Age of Conan um, whilst your server is laggy is not a great idea. Uh, That's fair. Doing a, a little, you know, trying to go into a dungeon. Also not a great idea when your server's laggy. Um, I died to a skeleton that I didn't know was there because he was, since I was lagging, I didn't see him until he was killing me. Um, after that, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'll just run back and get my body and maybe we can salvage this a little bit. They killed the, the snake that they were trying to kill that was apparently close to my body, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't there because I was dead. On my screen, it was not <laughs> anywhere near your body. Well, Cat was yeah, like, should the I? The snake was like on the other side of the wall for me. She was like, should I go ahead and, and carve it? 
Like, because, you know, you carve it up and get the resources and whatnot. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, that that wasn't the snake she was carving. That was my my body. Um, And it turns out that if you do that, the person's inventory, since they have not come back to get it and nobody else could loot it, just pops into a little bag that lasts for like two minutes. Then it's gone. She oh, lost all wow. of her stuff. So I was trying to run back, butt naked, to get there whilst I'm hearing nudity. this happen. Full nudity um, in these servers, too. <laughs> and I, I jumped off of a ledge. And I was like, I'm going to land on that rock below. And there's a spider chasing me. No big deal. It'll probably like it'll probably put me at half health, but I'll be fine. I hit the rock and fell into the rock. So I'm standing naked in a rock listening to them discuss the fact that my stuff is no longer there. I didn't I say shit. Yeah, I was like, I, is, I, my, I, is my stuff gone? And there was silence. And I was like, the quiet is telling me what I need to know. <laughs> It was gone. And then there was just a spider that was upset with me sitting on top of the rock that I was stuck in. So I was just staring at it while it was trying to, like, run around and figure out how to get in. And I'm like, well, sorry, buddy, I can't get out either. So I'm just, I'm here. Chicken had to, like, run out and mine me out of the rock so that I could (laughs) walk back to base and start remaking everything I own because it's gone now. So that, uh, that's well, what I learned yesterday. Or what we a good thing that most of us overmine what we need anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we, we had enough materials to remake everything. It was just one of those things where it's like, nothing about last night went as it was supposed to. Like, Chicken and Baka were going to do a quick, you know, this is basically the Rick and Morty, hey, Morty, you want to go on an adventure? Quick 20-minute adventure in and out? They were going to go on a quick dungeon run in in Season of Discovery and then come and join us. Um, that was at seven o'clock. They jumped in at nine o'clock. So at nine thirty is when we're fair, trying to... most of that was because I, I had to run through the dungeon. Well, that and the priest had to run to the dungeon too. Yeah, but yeah. then we had to find like after you two got there, we had the, the tank decided to leave, and then we had to find somebody else. And that's when I just said, "Is I'm I'll tank it. Just pick up a random DPS." And luckily, the DPS was right next door. So. I played Season of Discovery to not tank. I have tanked for four and a <laughs> half years. I'm not doing it anymore. I mean, I am like probably the pinnacle of off tank at this point because I have so much experience. Like, if things go foobar, you don't want anybody else but me to be the one to help uh, pick it up. So, after we're done here, we, we can go test out. My, my mage healing abilities. I'm not tanking. Go find somebody uh, else. I didn't say you, you were tanking. <laughs> uh, I mean, I will be tanking, just so you know. Nobody can hold the aggro against me. Mm. <laughs> yes. Three out of the four of us are playing World of Warcraft Season of Discovery. Um, and that's been a, a thing. I haven't. You know what? I haven't gotten anything really, really fancy on the Hunter yet. And I'm like 13. Have you been looking for stuff? I don't really know where to look. I I do know I missed something and realized it after the fact because there was the birds in the Darnass or Darnass's Dolinar area that were dropping this thing that only I could pick up and you're supposed to take it and put it in a bear cave somewhere and then you'd get rune of flanking if you killed the bear okay. and then you could summon it again and like tame the bear if you wanted to. And you can also probably look up where, where to get some of the runes, but I I will. Like, right now, I'm just kind of leveling. From now, of... I'll tell you, like, you, you probably won't get until, like, 2020 or 2025. Like, yeah. the, the, one of the ones I, I need for the, the healing, apparently, like, 
to, to get all that shit for it, it, it I, I'm probably not going to get it until 2025. The, the, uh, some of them, there are three that are locked behind uh, pretty big chain things. One is the reputation grind. One is the huge quest chain in Booty Bay. And the other one is those salvage scrapper things from <laughs> um, Stone Talon, I think it is. is. Isn't Booty Bay like the 30s? There's a quest in Booty Bay that takes you to other places that's pretty difficult that you'll need help to do. Okay, because yeah, I was like, wow, how, how the fuck are people doing that Cause, one? Because there's a vendor there, there. there's, a, there's a new vendor there that asks you for three sets of different items, and you have to bring those items to him, and then he will unlock his inventory, which are which you can buy a rune from. But Booty Bay or Ratchet? Booty Bay. Really? They don't don't they, you don't you don't quest in uh you don't quest in Stranglethorn. He ta- it takes you all over. Yeah, you but, 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 but what I read at least for mine the, the NPC is in Ratchet. You're probably thinking of a different one. Chicken's convinced you'll okay. have to you'll have to google it well, later and show him the proof or I will I will show it. him. I will show him. Or he'll show you and then he's right and Hey, if he's God right cool. Well, I mean, mages' runes could be uh, different. So, like, I, I, my, mine could be in Ratchet, and, and his could be in Booty Bay. Mine's, my, but my, mine, the, the one I have where you have to go all over is, it, it says it starts with Ratchet, oh, and Ratchet. I have to to go to Stone Talon <laughs> with, with things only engineers can make. Mm-hmm. And they're they're one time use. I, I've got to collect sixteen of them. They're they're not always a guaranteed drop. Yeah, yeah, that's everybody. That's an everybody thing. Yeah. Okay. That sounds unfun. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah but but <laughs> I, I need that rune. Yeah. It, it's the the healing one. So, or one one of them. Well, I assume um, you guys are having fun doing that. I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, I've been, so. I mean, I, I mean, just hit twenty five. So. It's interesting to see the the stuff that's changed, and I, I'm I'm excited to see the, them do the things later of like the the you know the the dungeons they never uh, added in and, and things like that. That's gonna be a while though, because that'll be level it, sixty stuff. Not well, not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. I guess. I, but if they do upside down Kara, that's probably sixty. The crypts. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just interested to see what they're going to do with the range. Are they going to keep them 40, or are they going to drop them down to, like, 10? Or 20. Are they going to make it more casual? Like, 10, 20? Something easy? Please don't make us have 40 people again. I'm I'm definitely not doing that. I'm, I'm not interested in trying to get 40 people together to do a thing again. That was enough for Classic Classic. <laughs> I checked that off the list. I'm good. I don't need that many people hanging out with me at one time. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate the experience, but I am done now. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed playing WoW, uh, but I'm here in my retirement home to play bingo with a small group of friends. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> uh, uh, outside of season discovery, we did make it to Lich King in in classic. We haven't uh, downed him yet, though. So you know that's where we're at for that. Uh, as far as other stuff, um. I've still been playing Baldur's Gate 3, Dark Urge. There was an area that I had to, like, I'm like, I am uncomfortable with the narrator right now. I have to leave. 
Uh, <laughs> and that, that's got to say something for the narrative of it all, where it's like, wow, it, games really make you feel something. And it's like, yeah, they do, and it's incredibly uncomfortable <laughs> right now. I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, hey, they, they said they made you feel something. They didn't say that yeah. they made you feel something good. I mean, that's the key, right? Like, it makes you feel a whole, like, you know, smorgasbord of different I things. Mean, you don't like going to bed and then waking up uh, uh, murdering people? Well, you know. That's... She's she's well past that I, yeah, part. I'm, I'm in Act 2. Uh, so. I need to finish my game. I would love to finish my game. Oh, you've been too busy. Can you still not with all the patching to have... Oh, uh, I tried it again a few weeks ago and it started doing fine, but it started doing some crazy combat bug thing where it would uh, like lag horribly. Like I would do the like I'd do my move and then I would go to swing. They've put two hotfixes out since then, by the way. Yeah, so hopefully it's worked. One again. of those hotfixes dropped during the game awards, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we're out there winning awards, but we're still working for you. Here's a hotfix. So, I thought that was funny. Uh. <laughs> Is there anything else that that we want to talk about before we start talking about the awards? Or, well, I guess we could talk about the thing that happened before the awards because that's like the natural order of things, right? Because there's the GTA Six trailer. Yeah. Um, yep. That a lot of people have feels on. I guess. Oh, uh, like. I don't know why anybody. So the trailer dropped, um, and then they dro- They ended up putting it out earlier than they had anticipated because it got leaked on Twitter slash X. Um, but a lot of people are upset because oh my god, the main character's a woman. Okay, y'all. They. We've known that for like two years now. I think it was two years ago when that that got announced to us like yeah but it's one of those things knew. where like people couldn't believe it then they were like there's no Rockstar's way messing with us they won't put a girl in our game yeah um you said well, why not? yeah first of all uh, why not secondly oh how sad is it that your masculinity is that questioned and fragile that you can't handle playing as a female character I mean, plus the fact that it's probably going to be like five was, and you're going to be able to switch between her and probably the the other guy. Yeah, the uh, the other dude in the trailer. And because it, it to, to me, it, it, it I got a very like Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, it. yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I said he, when they started driving in the car. I was like, oh man. I think this is good, Bonnie and Clyde style. And I, I saw another trailer beforehand. I, I don't know if this was like an actual another one, but it, it had Michael and Trevor voice actors talking in it at one point. So I, I don't know if that that means they're they're popping in as like, oh hey hey Side surprise, you remember us, or if they're they're going to be playable, or because if Trevor's playable again, uh, I'm going to run around and cause mayhem. I don't think they'll make Trevor play no. again. I also think that that would be very difficult because then they would be picking a canon option when you had a choice in GTA Five of you know this, this, or this ending wise. I mean, yeah, but that that's not that unusual for for, for video games to, to go. Yeah, you you had multiple options for an ending, but th- this is the canon ending. Yeah, here's your I canon. Mean, I guess that's true. I, I don't like it when games do that, when they're like, here's your illusion of choice. It's not really a choice because this it's, is the canon. It's fine to me if it's your canon and the fact that you go, okay, here's three endings. 
I've finished this way. This save game is now read by the next game. Similar yeah, to what Mass they did Effect with or Dragon Age. Effect, uh, yeah. Right? Maybe they, they picked by who, who uh, uh, like it, it, whatever had the, the, the most popular ending or whatever. See, this is why I think with these kind of games, you like as the writers, you have to generate at least some form of canon for your side. I know people don't, might not, like Griff might not necessarily like that, but if you want to create a more structured sequel yeah, style, case, you, you, you got to at least do that sequels, or you're going to fuck it up. Don't give us a choice. Or you're going to fuck it up like Dragon Age, where they give you so many damn options. Instead of it becoming a nice little weave of choices, it becomes this giant fucked up web of unbelievable things to where it's like, okay, there's too many choices and too many options. We just have to throw this all to the wayside and go somewhere to the other side of the world where your choices barely mattered. Well, I mean, you so can do, we, keep Bioware, it straight. Same company really did well with Mass Effect, the, the original trilogy. It gave you, you know, it had, it knew it was going to be multiple games. It gave you choices that carried over game to game and then gave you an ending that they don't have to be like, well, after this, we're going to figure out which one's the canon ending. Although now that's in question because there is going to be another one. So exactly my point canon ending on us because that's games that give you choices should actually give you choices, not the illusion of a choice when they already have the next story beat decided. We have the same discussion matter. with Boulder's Gate 3. There is a canon story, and there is a canon ending. Yeah, I mean, again... This the is game was written around the Dark Urge. The, ga- the, the game... The trailer I watched could have been something that, that someone uh, faked, because it, it was around the same time as the, the GTA 6 trailers when, when I saw it, so... 6 is also going back to uh, Vice City. So it's it's pretty far away. Um, yeah, that's GTA. Yeah, GTA Vice yeah. City. I would not be entirely surprised to have GTA Six Online have cameos from previous characters, though. Like regardless of canon, because I think GTA Online doesn't doesn't care. Like they're yeah, like yeah. whatever. It's gonna whatever. We're just gonna sell us the most. Well, for the, know, the Halloween event for G- GTA Five, the the. The, the biker dude that, that you kill in, in, in 5, like, his ghost makes an appearance in, in, during the Halloween event. Yeah. Yeah, but no. that was, there wasn't a choice in that. That was part of the written. It wasn't yeah. do you want to kill him. It is, that guy's going to die. So the only way that you would be surprised by seeing his ghost is if you had not actually played the campaign. I mean, it, like, looking up the Mass Effect thing, it looks like the general, because there's a lot of uh, theory crafting and whatnot around the mass effect a lot. But it looks, yeah but it looks like a general consensus is that the destroy ending is the the canon because that'll be the easiest one to transition into mass effect 4 if you go like and that's the thing is like all your choices before that ending don't matter to the ending no i mean your ending can can come out the same regardless of how many of your squad mates have survived and things like that but that's the point is i think they did that right is like all of your choices up to the ending and then you pick your ending like all of this stuff is like yeah fun 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 but then you leave all of those choices back behind it and then it's your ending then then you choose how this trilogy ends i I agree i I guess i don't disagree with that but i but i look at it too like i like like the the cool thing that they did, even though they handled it wrong when they created Andromeda, is they put it far away from yeah, it oh, like what it they're from like yeah, what they're doing with Bioshock did the too. same thing. Bioshock had a, you have you have two different endings that you have in the first the first game. You were still set up in the sa- the second area, but you have 
at least that way you're separated. Uh, with Boulder's Gate, when you go one and two, now you have, what, 200 years between the second game and the third game? Mm-hmm. Um, a span of time. So, like, you can... you There's a way to make it work. Like, even with four, they could theoretically say this is 50 years later or 100 years later or whatever they wanted to do with it. To where Fire. even... You know, it's far enough removed that that whatever you, decisions you made isn't going to matter. Yeah, I guess you're right. They did. I guess they had to because I know Boulder's Gate one and two now have canon styles because <laughs> the effects of those games affected this one. Mm-hmm. There were characters from this one that were alive during those ones, and the choices that they made are canonized in this game from them. So I think the difference. Uh, to be fair, some of the the choices are. are... Well, some of the the canon uh, choices and stuff, at least from what what I've played with Boulder's Gate three, kind of kind of make make it a bit vague, which is intentional, oh. I'm sure. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm sure. So it's like, yeah, so some of it may have been like, yeah, that that's the canon ending, and then other things are going to be like, eh, it could have gone either way. But I think that you can get away with going as eh, time jumps and we can get vague about things and stuff like that. But this is GTA and you're like, it's set in a real timeline, you know, parallel to our current timeline. So it's one of those things where it's like, you can't be like, this game is 50 years later. So everybody that was in two and three are arguably dead. And the people that are in four and five are like ancient old dinosaurs in a retirement home somewhere. No, I mean, I think you'll have some... like years later. I think you'll have cameos from some people that are. From the Vice City era, yeah, um, yeah, but they're, they're going back be to there. In, in Vice City, if they, they're they, not that old, was I riot. I mean, uh, unless they're, they're making well, no, because I, I don't think they're, they're making the the new one. Like, it's not in the eighties. Yeah, it's not so. in the eighties. No, based on what, what uh, was Vice in the City? trailer <laughs> with you know the the cars and I think there's even like. You know, streaming cell phone stuff and everything. So no, it's not the eighties. It's definitely. Oh yeah, it's, they got like a TikTok. That's modern yeah, that's, day right there. Parallel. That's like twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. Do a throwback. No, it is one hundred. I just want to know how much of a character the alligator is going to be, um, and if it is the same alligator, or you just get a side mission to go catch alligators, uh, as like your one of your side things that you can do around town. Because you know, <laughs> Florida, right? Point. I'm never completing that quest. I'm just going to run around with an alligator. Right? You just never <laughs> turn it in and forever this is your friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, go and steal a cop car, throw him in the back seat. I also think it's weird. Y'all saw on Twitter that Elon Musk was all like, oh, I never played GTA 5 because I don't want to kill cops. Uh, Do you know what game so, this Yeah, yeah no, but, right. Well, uh, but his, his, that's the problem, though, is the fact that you have a lot of people that if you showed them the footage of actual GTA and showed them the plot line and everything else, because of the way the media has spinned the game over the years that it has existed, that's what the first thing everybody's going to think of is the killing the cops and the prostitutes. So it's the two things they think about. They don't think about there's actual I mean, I footage. Guess. There's actual and, gameplay. Like, you do. And plot like, you, can, you can be one of those people that farms up their you know, notoriety or stars or whatever. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called in GTA. It's notoriety and stars. Yeah, or whatever. Um, yeah, your wanted level and things like that so that you can just, mm-hmm. you know, murder everybody that comes at you but it you also understand that it's a video game and that's you know that's kind of what these playgrounds are for sometimes not that people do that shit in real life weirdo Uh, media folk so i didn't realize what the time 
the time span that GTA Vice City took place in. It was released in 2002, but it took place in 86. Right. Yeah, so if, a, if, it's, the, it's essentially if a Scarface. this new one takes the game, place in... Uh, if the new one takes place in 2026, that's 40 years down the line, which means Tommy Frasetti would be in his 60s or whatnot being the kingpin of Vice City. And supposedly... <laughs> There's supposed to be a kid from a previous character, so one of these two main characters could be his kid mm. running Vice City. Could be and her. It could be her. <laughs> like she could <laughs> be, be hilarious. His, like like it, he and fits maybe, it fits the like right timeline. Kid or something. Possible. Like if like they, they were the real kid, I would assume that he he would try to do everything to keep them out of jail. Yeah, I would assume so, and it definitely could be because they left it completely open-ended. Apparently, like none of the games and nothing else ever, uh, short of one of his associates getting out of rehab and trying to talk to him again, that like nothing ever happens with his character again. So they could easily pick him back up and set him because we're coming back to Vice City. Yeah. It's forty years later. I mean, and with what you did in Vice City, you could have easily set the grounds for him A to dynasty? be the big dog. Yeah, like his dynasty of uh, Miami City, of Vice City. So we could be seeing him again. It'd be it'll uh, one it'll bolster up sales of Vice City again because people yeah. are or maybe his grandson is is uh, the the Florida man dude with all the the tattoos and shit. Yeah. Maybe Florida man. Maybe maybe. I mean uh, that's kind of cool. I'm interested to see where they go. It's gonna be years before we see it again. Yeah, there's but... no. You know, no release date or anything yet. Um, right now, it's confirmed for PlayStation and Xbox, but no, no word on a PC. Uh, a PC probably won't be uh, until like a, a year or, or two. Yeah, after that is the-, the popular way to do it: is put it on consoles and give it a year, and then bring it to to PC. I'm, I'm guessing 2028 for PC. Yeah, I know, five years from now, but, you know, it is what it is. Probably 2025, 2026 for uh, actual release. And then, because uh, they're going to milk GTA Five for as long as possible. Well, I mean, once this comes out, they'll swap all. Of, they'll basically do what a lot of other games have done, which is okay. Well, servers are going to go down for this. You'll have to migrate to the new one. Which is important to make sure that this game is highly stable, very polished, and ready for action. Well, Take your they, time. Even get with it right. GTA Five, they, they didn't do the the multiplayer right away. No, like, it they, wasn't. They let, yeah, they waited on it. Yeah, and the the other thing is. They they bought a five M, the mod thing, right? That's the, no, the yeah 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 okay. Just making sure I was yeah, on the same page. Um, so that that means that they're probably going to be that definitely holding off on the PC ver- version, so that they don't have people instantly trying to mod the the game for like the the role play stuff and everything. Well, if they that bought that, they do. may actually monetize that as its own version yeah, of the well, online. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility as well. Because so. they love monetizing. So, but we'll we'll have to see how all that works with the the new one. Yep. Whenever it does come out, which I'm sure we'll we'll probably see it again in the summer. We'll probably get another uh, trailer teaser thing and then like a release date over the oh, yeah. summer, I imagine. If uh, if Rockstar does this right, because right now one of the biggest games of this decade of 2021 to 2030 is uh, going to be Boulder's Gate 3. If GTA 6 comes out, it like 
perfect scale, good, clean, like just what we expect from a GTA game, uh, then they will take it. So, mm. we we will see, we will see. I was trying I mean, to see if they had an amount of how much they paid for 5M. Imagine being those guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine uh, being GTA those guys or they leveraged it so they, they had to sell it or else they'd like ruin their lives. What were you going to say, Bakasar? No, G- GTA 5 released with, with like, like, I mean, it, everything worked pretty well. So, yeah, that's yeah, a pretty I don't solid think game. It had any like hilariously bad. Look at I mean, these bugs. There were things. Some bugs, but it was really never anything like, like super ground, like game breaking or anything. Yeah, I don't think I experienced any bugs in in my multiple playthroughs actually on console or PC. Which, to be fair, I, Rockstar I, I, has been I, I, building this one, engine for decades. But, yeah, I mean, I, I had one, but just restarted the game and then bam, it was that, that was it. Yeah, I yeah. I don't think I had any issue at all. When I played it, now that I'm thinking about, I, I couldn't get out of the car for some reason <laughs> on mine. You live here now, okay? We'll just roll down the window and we'll throw snacks in. Uh, well, that was Ooh. just ahead of, and is now like that trailer is the most viewed YouTube video in like a 24 hour span, something like that. Maybe. I mean, beat out of Mr. Beast one. Yeah, like wild. Although not surprising in the least, if if a game was going to do that, it would it it'd be a GTA. Oh yeah, hands down. Uh, and the, the the other little part of the story is that the the Joker looking guy with the face tattoos and whatnot, <coughs> his real life counterpart is trying to sue. Yeah, good Rockstar luck to you, sir. Good luck to you for using his likeness. It ain't gonna happen. You ain't gonna win that. Somebody did a side by side comparison from the the videos or the the videos from TikTok and and this game and there's a almost a one for one of all of those shots from from the uh, GTA trailer to TikTok videos. It's like, "Oh wow, you really you really you read like they went to TikTok, they were like, "Let's see what's in Miami." And cool. All right, let's make a trailer. Let's make and a trailer you, based on And you on know that. what I'm going to do? Because this game doesn't release for three years, I'm just going to be like, taking your character out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he will not win. First of all, Rockstar's got a lot of money. Second of all, they uh, there have been lawsuits like this before, and it's... Rockstar's like, one of the more, you most can't. like litigious companies out there, too. Like you're, They've got lawyers uh, that they put on retainer all the freaking time. You are probably not going to have a strong enough case... Um, to to prove that they based that specifically off of you and that you should get royalties. Well, from I mean, it. Yeah, what was it? Lindsay Lohan tried years ago. Yeah, she did. Yeah, they, they, the yeah. It, it, it's basically it, that that one was just rolled as like, well, no, it, it was a parody character. Yeah, which so. is exactly what this is going to be. Like most of, I feel like GTA or Rockstar has their lawyers look at almost every you know frame. From oh, the you hundred percent. Like, is this cool? Like it's it's close enough, but it's different enough to be parody, right? And they're like, yes mm-hmm. or no, and then they rework it, like just so that people like that guy don't have a leg to stand on. Which I get it. Like is also a little predatory. It's not like you should be cheering for Rockstar, but okay, if you are smart. It is what it is. You take this free publicity and make yourself bigger. 
Yeah. Don't yeah. don't get aggressive. You create the character. You, yeah, you don't become get aggressive the for it. Yeah, you become the character. Like, you become the poster out, boy. to get a console and a Twitch account and start streaming it as his 100%. character. 100%. There you go. Boom. Because Rockstar can't come back after you for portraying likeness for their character because then they are going to have to admit that they took your likeness for their character. So they have to be hands off. Do it. They're going to be like, well, mm -hmm. shit. You take that power back. You make a community and you make some money off there of it. There you go, Mr. Florida Man. We just gave you. A super now great that, idea. Yeah, that just reminded me of the the Chappelle thing where uh, uh, Prince released a, a, a single and used uh, uh, Chappelle dressed as Prince with, with pancakes for the the cover of the album. That's hilarious! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So he was like, "Well, what what the fuck am I gonna do? It's assume for using my, my likeness for me, me being dressed like him and, and parroting him." <laughs> mm hmm. That, that, that's checkmate right there, motherfucker. Yeah. That's funny. I learned a thing today. Thanks, Baka. I didn't know that. Uh, Prince was a smart dude. And funny, apparently. Like, just embrace oh, it. Oh, he was hilarious. Uh, okay, well, um, let's, uh, let's talk about some game awards. Uh... Which I, I can almost guarantee you, we will talk more about the categories oh, and the award winners than they were given time on the actual show, which is 30 shitty. seconds. 30 seconds each, and then the music starts playing. Oh, but well, we gotta wait. We gotta get 10 minutes to talk to Kojima, and then we gotta give 15 minutes for somebody to come and present the award, but the award winners get 30 seconds to say what they want to say, and then they gotta get their asses out of here. Oh, right. my God. Jeff Keighley, you're cringe, and I don't like you, and you're an idiot, and you're a narcissist. I'm glad that you'll bankroll something like this, but Jeebus, Corpus Christi. Stop masturbating on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's true! He, he does that off stage, first yeah. of all. Uh, you know, what are you going to do, Griff, if this somehow makes it to his desk? You, you, if he's like, hey, I want to <laughs> talk. That was, if that was he's pretty like, brutal. hey, I want to talk, that's pretty brutal. I'll be like, you know what's brutal? Telling the guys from Larry and they get 30 seconds and, and cutting them off while they're thanking one of the people that on their team that died. That's brutal. God damn it, Jeff Keighley. First of all, you're not very confrontational. I don't know if you'd be able to say that to his face. <laughs> I don't know. I've had a lot of practice yelling at Jeff Keighley through a screen. I think I could probably manage it in real life. Here, just, just stay gotta still imagine and that you watch him on a big screen. That's it. I'll just get just... like a picture frame and take it with me, like the the crudes too, with the kid with the little frame, so I can pretend that it's a screen and I'll be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> this this year's Game Awards convinced me that I have to I have to like the second Alan Wake two goes on sale on Steam, um, like a, a sell that I can actually justify paying for it. Uh, I have to play it because of some of the stuff that it won. Like it, it beat Boulder's Gate for best narrative. Yeah, I, have I disagree. To know. I, have I to disagree know. with that. Like I will, I, I haven't mean, played I haven't it. Like I have so watched, I, I have watched, I've watched a bit of it, and it's pretty fucking good. Uh, but I don't know. Like, okay, there were some questionable ones. Like that one, little questionable that, in my keep opinion. It, keep in mind, these are people that are voting this. Yeah, it's not it's, like there's a committee somewhere voting then, for like, it. Like, how is there these ones? I think bigger... these ones are committee. You know why I would say it. The reason that I would end up picking it because I don't consider Baldur's Gate three a narrative game because of the fact that I get to choose as the individual which path I take. Yes, there are. Yeah, but that gives you options. that means that it does more work than Alan Wake because it gives you ten different narratives that you can pick from versus the one that you're gonna get. 
Yeah, but I, I look at narrative. I look at narrative as the story that the the makers are trying to tell, and it is it being conveyed properly. I disagree so with I that can, entirely. Well, I know you do, but you I'm just saying that's the that opinion. But I incredibly disagree with that because yeah, you can't I, I tell disagree me. with Cyberpunk 2077 having a DLC in it. That's what I disagree. Yeah, with. I yeah, I, I don't I know disagree why with that a too. DLC gets you know nominations like that and everything, but. You can't tell me that, you know, having choices means the narrative is lesser for it. It means you have to make more shit up so that you can, uh, you know, account for all of the... Well, but I, I mean, it doesn't bullshit. mean they're not putting the work in there. And I, I don't and I don't disagree. The fact it's awesome that, you know, if I choose to blow something up, there's a reaction that goes along with that. You know what I mean? But I, I just, I, I look at it as, I, I guess I, I the, the same way that I look at... Um, uh, like when they're talking about movies and they're talking about adaptations mm. so that's a adapted from another source of medium and they do adaptations for it there's still the information that's given it's like oh here's the book well everybody usually goes the book is better than the movie right so they've adapted it to that but it's like it's in this case that's the same difference to me it's one of those where you look at it and you go you chose to go right i chose to go left our stories aren't the same so there's no narrative being told to but there is that. a narrative being told. You still have the same like overarching story that you play all the way through, and you can even end it in Act Two if you want, and it's still a complete narrative. You still heard the whole story for the most part. That's true. So, um, and and for the record, the game winners are picked by a jury, not fan votes. What it says, winners. Well, what, what's the fan votes for then? Winners are determined by a blended vote between the voting jury, ninety percent weight, and public fan voting. 10% weight. So they pick and then they just see what people think. Well, that's stupid. That that's about I it. Mean, that's a 50, about 50, it. A 50 50 though. I would get. But yeah, I, 50, I don't get 50 50 I would get. It's like okay, the community feels this strongly about this. Let us see why they feel so strong about this. Uh, but right now it's what does the community say? Oh, I don't care, whatever. It's like 10% that's it doesn't much, matter. It doesn't really matter. This, this is it, you know how you explain. you know how you simplify this shit. You put a a, a freaking uh, fan award of some sort, a people choice award of some sort in this thing. If you're gonna do that, because that's just dumb. Ten percent, seriously? Yep. Your but vote you know why it's 10%? only counts for ten percent. It's because they're gonna argue as the jury that uh, you can't count on that to be a reliable vote because people will have campaigns and and find multiple ways to vote multiple times and things like that. Which is like. So it, it cheapens that public vote experience, but it's one of those things where it's like, if they're that dedicated, doesn't that also say something about the game? Yeah, right? Shouldn't that still count? I guess they're trying something? to stop the trolls, is I guess the idea behind it, I but guess. it's a 50-50 Here's what it looks like to me. When you put it at a 90-10, what it looks like <laughs> to me is, first, you don't give a shit what I think about it well, as a fan. Well, they don't. And secondly, what it means is, who paid me the most money to be on my stage? And that's part of it. Like, that is why there is more trailer and performance stuff and interviews than there are awards. And that's why the calling it the Game Awards feels stupid. Like, just make two events. Have two events and give the awards, like, the, the stuff that they deserve to be mm -hmm. given. Give the people time to accept their awards. Cut off your freaking, like... There were people. What was that dude? Named? The dude from uh, the Avengers. Um, they handed out an award. He's also in Twisted Metal. I can't remember his name. Um, his when he got on stage, I was like, "Oh no, he's he's still talking." Oh, this is this is cringe because he's telling the audience to shut up and they're not laughing or anything. And it's like, uh, 
Can somebody stop him and, and present the award already? Because you're giving him... He was on stage for like five fucking minutes being cringe. And well, then the I award mean, to, was accepted and, and thrown away, essentially, immediately. In most award shows, you do have people that'll come out that are... They'll discuss and they'll... But that's the reason I like duos. I don't like single people coming out. I like when... Because you at least have banter that's there. Not talking to fucking Gonzo, though, Jeff Keeley. Oh, cringe. Oh, my <sighs> God. Like, all right, all right, Griff, you've got you've to gotta lay down with the cringe talk, man. It's so true. <laughs> like, watching the in-between stuff... If it was not a trailer, a musical performance, or, um, like, the actual people accepting the award, everything mm -hmm. else was just like, ugh, stop this this train wreck, it's nails on a chalkboard, it is just, ugh. <laughs> I didn't watch most of it, so I was too busy raiding. I, I was half in, half out with it, and let well, me tell I mean, you. Well, I mean, I watched like, it on YouTube, because it's, it's there forever, so I can go back and watch it on YouTube, that's, I, I, I finished watching it, my daughter had a concert. I watched part of it before her concert, and I watched the rest of it after. Um, but that's what pause buttons are for. Like it <laughs> kills me, man. That like I, I reading through some of these, like watching. I think it was like the thirty minutes before the show started. They started shooting off some of these awards, like the best action adventure game, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Now the best, uh, it's like, you're just going to go cool. They just cool, shotgun it. Yeah, then, they'd be like, here's they, this, this, you, and this award. And the winners are this, this, and this. Thanks, have a nice it day. Wasn't even, Jeff like, Keeley wasn't even the one that handed out that award. It no, was it No, it was the lady the, at the start. Yeah, it was the lady who I cannot remember her name, and I feel I bad that I don't remember her name. I don't know her name, but she had a really pretty dress. Um, yeah, she's pretty dressed, great, great personality. I, I like watching her. Put her up there. Yeah, she's fun. I like her. Like, watch or, or do a duo. Like, I'm fine if Jeff's up there and he wants to, you know, go over and drop to his knees when Hideo Kojima comes out. Whatever. But, you know, at least have her as an option for part of the time. But th not to be mean to Jeff, but... No, go ahead. You, he deserves it. You... Uh, I'm not going to be mean. You... He is just too bland. Like he is so like monotoned and boring. No offense. You you can put on he's a good about show. He's white toast, as they call him, as far as personalities go. He's not even toasted. This motherfucker <laughs> is white bread. Is white like bread. he hasn't even been put in the toaster yet. At least on the toaster, you could kind of you Have know a little flavor. Toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could put a little flavor, maybe a little jelly, butter, whatever you want. Make a sandwich. But he like on, on stage, he just doesn't have a presence. No. Like it. <sighs> There are you certain people when got? they come on the stage. Are, That's what he's got. He does they now. pay somebody else to get up on stage. Uh, like there are certain people that when they get up on stage, they kind of just draw your attention Reggie in where you can Nintendo just. Or formerly of like, Nintendo. I mean, yeah, when I mean, that motherfucker gets up on stage, everybody's just like, announcements, do it. But he's on stage and I'm like, what are you going to say to me? Please just say it. I'm listening. I, I will care, say this. I'm having gone to one of Reggie's uh, things for PAX. Reggie's hit or miss. It depends on what he's doing. But now, if he's on a stage <laughs> talking about video games, hundred percent. But if he's talking to you about business, oh my god, it's like a it's like a graduate <laughs> course. And might, you're like, I might feel better. I'm like, about I that can't, I can't handle this right now. We all wanted a video game thing, and we got a life lesson. Uh, uh, but yes, yes, you need to get somebody like even Doug Bowser when he came up to accept the award. It's like I, I like him. I like who they mm -hmm. put in charge. He's like good. He, he kind of he br he brings it. He's not as good as well, Reggie he yet, giggled. but he's still he, kind of fresh. He also giggled at himself because he was talking about the fact that we all are better when we're working together to be able to to beat down ba Bowser, and then he giggled at himself because his last name's Bowser, <laughs> which is just hilarious. Like, uh, so good. You know, oh man, yeah, I gotta I mean, give. Like the the shotgun style of award giving, but but um, 
as for the awards themselves, Game of the Year, no surprise, Boulder's Gate. Um, mm-hmm. I think there would have been riots had that gone to Alan Wake 2. I know that they gave 100%. them a lot of other stuff, um, and I'm going to play it. It's got to be good, right? It has to be, I've been told. It's good. It is. Oh, it's hands down um, good, period. But uh, Swen from Boulder's Gate, from Larian Studios, actually went up in the metal chess piece. <laughs> Like that dude is a mega hardcore gaming nerd, mega hardcore nerd. With the most love. Oh yes, like I, I'll like I told I've told Griff before too. I don't think Boulder's Gate Three would be anywhere near the pinnacle it is if it wasn't given to Larian and him to run this thing. Like I I think his deep passion for video games and his evolution of the divinity series just was like the perfect combination to build this masterpiece yeah yeah. short of act three well okay act three is a lot better than people give it credit for it's just uh, for now but still a lot of people have problems yeah well i i thought you meant the actual storyline of it no 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 the storyline is good i like it so far it's just the 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 mechanical uh, Yeah, the performance is my biggest critique, which everybody knows. Act 3 is the hardest one. They're still working on it, trying to get it set straight. It's difficult, but, I mean, they're working on it. I had a ton of issues until I got to the end, and my ending was broken for the character that I was with, but... Yeah, my fucking Act 3, like, I got through the first part pretty decently, and then once I entered Boulder's Gate, it's like my game was like, oh, oh, is this where I die? Yep, here's a flower. Rip. It's like... (laughs) Everywhere I go, all I see is problems. Uh, <laughs> People disappearing, game not loading, games crashing, well, lag. It's like, oh. They, uh, <sighs> Baldur's Gate won Game of the Year. Uh, also, um, much to, to Chicken's chagrin, Neil Newbon got uh, the voice acting award, best performance award for Asterian. I don't disagree with Chicken's stance, though, and his stance is this. That cast is all so phenomenal that it should have been an ensemble win, and I don't disagree with that. Every even single if he wins, that's so even good. if he wins, that's that feels perfectly fine. But if like if I was him, I would have like drug the other the other voice <laughs> actors up there with me so that you know you can give well, them. Well, I mean, a little he mentioned everybody. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did but, but I mean, you only had a couple of other of the actors with well, you. You could have drugged seconds. them up there. What do you want? I, I guess I guess he's right. Yeah. Should have fucking sprinted up there. They're not necessarily way. all sitting next to each other either. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, the to your you know time to get up there i still think i still feel as though and i i understand that when we're dealing with gaming and we're dealing with um um we're dealing with a modern society i still believe it should be get rid of best performance and make it to where you have best actor best actress or whatever you want to say on those but separate the reward up a little bit because what ends up happening like you've got one female actress and you can't tell me there was only one actress out of all the video games that are out there that was good at her job. You know? Um, so it's just, I don't know. It bothers me. It bothers me to no end because I feel like that it's more male dominated shit that, but it's also because it's a male dominated field, which is not fair. And that is also, you know, why don't we have more categories and things like that? Mm-hmm. Also, I wouldn't, well, but I, I think it gives exposure if, if you ensemble. have, yeah, a best ensemble would be good too. I mean, which they do that in the Golden Globes, I believe. Yeah, it's either I think, that or the I would Stag like best Awards. Ensemble better because I feel like 
I feel like if you're going to have somebody who is just incredible in a game, it, it like everybody needs to kind of at least pull a bit of their weight or else that one but person I mean, isn't going to be able to like be as good. Cause Asterion and Neil Dubod is fantastic and he is only supported as hard by the rest of his cast. Like his bicker is bickering with the rest of them. His lines with the main character, like everything on all of those characters is yeah. so good. Like mm-hmm. they, that's a, it's a great it, ensemble. Like there's oh, not a man. single yeah, bad think, voice line in that whole game. <laughs> no, I think you add that to to the list. You have a best performance, which would be an individual performance, right? And then a best ensemble, which would be the cast themselves. You know what I also and I, I will have to say that I'm a little disappointed that the the actual narrator didn't get on there because she yeah. whispers in your ear for the entirety of the game. Yeah. Every time you look at something or has something described, she does it in such a way that can send chills down your spine. You she that does it and like no it passes it all along so well that griff had to leave yes a piece <laughs> because fair. of the delivery on it yeah. like she without like, any mocap or anything make me murder somebody i have to leave right now just just words in your ear made you walk away like that's how good her delivery was She's in great at her job. Everything. Sure. Yes. Like, I will say, not even, like, and if y'all whew. have not checked out her outtakes on YouTube, I highly Do recommend it. her outtakes. Holy shit. She is so goddamn good. To your, to your point of, but they're all dudes, but look at the games that they're nominated from as well. Final Fantasy 16, male dominated cast. Star Wars, male lead, um, and, and a lot of dudes, but they, I'm not saying they don't have female support characters. I'm just saying, right. male dude lead. Uh, the Cyberpunk DLC. Idris Elba, like you nominated him because he's actually a phenomenal like actor, and you more yeah, I, that, recognition. I, I mean, we have I haven't played that, but I'm gonna say that's he exactly why he was nominated. But also, yeah. he's he's upfront for all of the promotional stuff for that that DLC. Mm. So I mean, male led again. Alan Wake, it, the protagonist, did not get nominated. It was one of the the other characters. That is the female character that got nominated. Well, there's there's two protagonists. Yeah, it's Alan a dual pro- but it's it's not namesake yeah, protagonist. There you go. It's not yeah, yeah, Alan yeah. Wake himself. Yeah. You know, right? Um, Baldur's Gate. So many people you could have picked from, but oh god. And then Spider Man, which nominated Spider Man. So obviously that's who was going to get nominated from that game. So it's one of those things where it's like that's also an in- indicative of a larger problem in the the industry. Which, as we saw. There's still going to be a problem with that. GTA 6's female character was so controversial that, like, you've already got people going, I'll never play that game. Why, Dude, I can't wait to, to play that girl? game. I, know, I can't right? wait. Like, I want to see it. I want to experience I want to know the story of New Vice City. And in addition to having ensemble and, uh, you know, actor, actress roles, I want um, best animal in a game. Um, I feel like our animal <laughs> companions do not get enough recognition. So I would like that as well. Please tell us who the goodest boy or girl is. Oh, you know what? Then then there needs to be a fan category because there is one all the way down, all the way down at the bottom, all the way down to the very bottom. Players, players voice, you know, 100% what's your players game of the year, which was that it needs to be the best petted. The best. Who's got the best pet? Yeah, well, well, more games need to let me pet the dogs and cats, damn it. There are several games that let you pet the dogs and cats. Now. Yeah, no. Needs to. Uh, I'm just saying, put that in there. Best animal uh, lead in a game, or character in a game. Can is... you can you pet the goodest boy or girl? Yes. I mean, to be fair, I think if you did the best animal in it, then it would be Boulder's Gate. Probably, because and it would be His Majesty. 
Yeah. His Majesty was actually the one I was thinking of. But... Yeah. First of all, His Majesty is the snappiest little shit I you have think? ever seen in a video game. So popular that when they changed the character model, people rioted to make them change it back. <laughs> they did. His Majesty now has a coat worthy of his name. He is a naked cat. Make him naked again. Yeah, like, I loved that they were like, well, people hated that, so we're just gonna shave him again. He's back to his perfect gloriousness. You, like, him be his name being His Majesty and him being a, uh, a naked cat, cat, a sphinx cat, was perfect. First of all, he's a sphinx. He is majesty. He is majestic. Yeah. Beautiful in his golden coat. Um... Best game direction, skin. best narrative, and art direction were all Alan Wake. Um, yep, yep, I can agree with those. Music was Final Fantasy. Uh, not surprising, because Final Fantasy usually has amazing music in it. Oh, yeah, hands down. Incredible. I mean, I would, I would, I have not heard Alan Wake's soundtrack by any means, but I would I, argue. I, I'm, they did a musical number from Alan Wake, which is, I watched yeah. a streamer play that, that was, part, and that is actually, like, I think that, that part is in the game. Oh, my God. Now I, I I have to play this game. Is I'm telling Steam? you, watching parts of this game, like you don't even understand which parts you're watching because it feels like it's just you're losing your mind watching pieces of this thing because it is just wild. But I, I would incredible. I would have to say that like with Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate three, I like the music that that it has. Final Fantasy sixteen, like I I agree, their music's always great anyway. Hi-Fi Rush is fantastic. Um, when it comes to their music, and then uh, you can't go wrong with Zelda. So, like, yeah. that was that's a hard fucking category to come out of in general. Oh, yeah, that, that's five incredibly high tier games right there. Alan Wake 2 is not on Steam. Is nope, not yet. No, it's Epic. Yeah, it's oh. Epic right now. Don't worry, give so, me some so time. You're going to have to wait. It'll yeah, come on sale just, next year. You'll be fine. When it comes to Steam, it'll hit Steam on sale, so I'll pay less for it anyway. So, you know, thanks for playing. I'll just wait. Sure, game's great, but I'm not gonna go to the Epic. Store. First one's on there though. You still haven't played it, have you? That's in my library. Yeah, you gotta play that first one. It. Yeah. Best ongoing game was Cyberpunk 2077. I feel like that's not. I mean, like I'm glad they're still supporting it and everything, but I feel like that's an award for, you know, stuff that has constant additions to it instead of just constant patches. Yeah, I would I would generally agree with you. Like if they would have been like doing huge updates like they've done with uh, Liberty City and then this next one that they're planning, like if they would have done more of those over the past three or four years, because it's City been is like the only DLC. Yeah, like is the only DLC that they're planning. On I feel doing. like they should have been like doing these like big overhaul changes, Content like No updates. Man's Sky did over a while, like where they were just kind of like pumping up this game where it feels like they were just they spent the last couple of years fixing the game yeah. until they could finally release yeah, the they're DLC patching the shit it. out of it right so yeah, like you're like, sitting there patching a game and you're calling it ongoing and it's like no yeah. I wouldn't call it that no. like, I'd, like I, yeah I'd have to give it to one of the other ones like Final Fantasy 14 is an ongoing game constant updates things like that yeah. Fort, Impact, Fortnite, Fortnite Apex like, like, yeah Fortnite yeah, and Fortnite like what you're trying to get in that category, right? Well, yeah, Fortnite is stepping up their game too. Like they're adding I know. Uh, like a they hero like type thing, the Lego survival thing. In this show, <laughs> yes. was them. Oh, Stop. But yeah. uh, but I mean, props to them because it's like they they figured out not everybody wants to play a damn BR and they're trying to become a hub. 
They're, yes. they're the new Roblox, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. but they're trying. They're Speaking trying. of Hob, one of the things they showed off, you remember a million years ago when Ubisoft said they were going to do uh, the Assassin's Creed Nexus thing? And we're like, oh, I guess that'll be where you can play like all of the games. Well, they did it. Um, it's a VR thing, and it looks like you can play through a lot of the game, like in some parts of some of the games kind of deal, um, where you can be different, the different assassins, but it looked not great. Like, it took you, it, Ubisoft, it took you that long? What's happening? They also, like, they gave a release date for Skull and Bones. It's like, Ubisoft, it took you this, this long to do it. What are you guys doing over there? What's happening? I'm scared of Skull and Bones. After all yeah. these years, yeah. like, I'm actually scared Why of it. Well, the, the date is February 16th, yeah. which, the funny part is that the article that we have, if you look down on it, the, the trailer that's down there that says The Deck... That was from January of last year when it was supposed to be released in March of last year. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It and also seems like it's being, it's a very different game than what they told us. Because it sounds like now it's more of a single player or like a group game instead of a multi, you know, like an MMO kind of deal. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's hard to tell anymore what's happening with this game. I don't know. I'm just gonna wait for it to come out. Like at I this point, I'm expecting doo -doo. with Ollie before I like before the the show started. And Ollie's like, I'm here to watch it. We were talking back and forth on the Discord. I was like, Oh, you think they're gonna we're gonna see uh, Skull of Bones? He's like, No way. I was like, Right, no way. That's definitely like. <laughs> and then it, I was there and I was like, Is this real? And he's like, I think so. I was like, I don't believe it. He's like, I don't either. Like Ollie and I, same boat on this. I mean, no pun intended boat but uh <laughs> it's just weird because they showed the yeah, like when it started up he was like this is it and i was like no no way what was the, that the so she, she intended that that fucking pun yeah i'm sure she did the the thing that's interesting to me on it is the fact that like you were talking about the difference in gameplay it was like it's a three-player co-op now yeah it's Plus, not an gonna have the multiplayer part of it so it's like okay Okay, I don't, I don't really know what to do with this because it's like, I, like I want to play the game, but they they act like you can do single or up to three people co-op. Also, three so people being the max is weird. It's like, why? Why only three? Because you're on one boat, and the boat's not actually a full size boat, like you would but normally have. But even in like Sea of Thieves, it's up to four. Usually, the the sweet spot it seems for multiplayer stuff is is four to five players. Ubisoft like, does I'd that say four though. Four to six. I'll do that that three spot shit like even but i mean modern games do now anyway if you look at apex P PUBG, all that I shit they have i guess so i guess three person trios hunt showdown i guess i guess you know we're probably Remnant sure you have person. two friends but you're not gonna have a third <laughs> well if you have got if you've got a third you've got plenty of other games to play yeah. so that was weird uh not that that was nominated for anything it was a random I thought know. i stream on consciousness we'll this show so you know here we are Sorry, it's the last one of the season. Uh, I've had the last one of the season, not the last one ever, chicken. The last episode of this, this year. year. I've had a good <laughs> bit of coffee, so I'm all like, I'm right here right now. Ooh. Oh, I just scrolled past this uh, the the trailer thing for. Um, they brought Matthew McConaughey out on stage, and yep. he was also not good. Like the, I, I so don't much understand. About it like, was just like, ugh. I believe him when he comes out and he says, I wanted to do my signature, all right, all right, all right, but they made me do pew, pew, pew instead. I believe him. Somebody told him that that would be funnier. 
And I was like, right. do not let nerds write your jokes on this shit. No. Please. No, you're you're all do right, not all let right, the all right. It's perfect. Troll you into making yourself look like an idiot because that's what it <laughs> felt like. Like we know what his catchphrase is and what everybody knows him for. It just seems like so many people wanted that because it's the same deal with the twisted metal guy and there was somebody else that did something similar where it's like they wanted that moment where keanu reeves comes out on stage to announce cyberpunk and they're like you're somebody in the crowd's like you're beautiful he's like you're beautiful and that's like their viral you, moment you know why that's not gonna happen because you're not keanu reeves you're that's why keanu that's never reeves, gonna happen and it's no, already happened you, can... you can't you know catch the lightning again <laughs> no but like Keanu was just being himself. Yeah, like, he, you could tell he was a little nervous dude. too, being out there, and you know, because that little response was one of those things where you could tell he was a little flustered, kind of like, "Oh my god," the no, the amount of beautiful. love that is just like showering him. He was like, "Oh my god," and then somebody happened to say something nice to him. So because he's a nice guy, he said something back, and it just blew up the internet. So I mean, in the best way, those those organic moments you can't like force create. You have to let nope. those people go out there, do their thing, and if it happens, it happens. But trying but to force it just flat. makes it really uh, weird. Yeah, like you can yeah, definitely it do makes something. It very awkward. Yeah, you can let Matthew McConaughey go out there, do his thing, do his little shtick, and you know, let him do his catchphrase and kind of get everybody motivated up and whatnot, and let him do his thing. He's not famous for no reason. Well, he's not. He, he's, he's not famous for pew pew pew. All right, let yeah. him have his thing. Like exactly. Come on, everybody. You wouldn't be like Batman. You can't go out there wearing your black rubber suit. You have to wear something more, you know, colorful because these are nerds and they only see in color or something. You know, like you don't do that. No, you just go out there and do his thing. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) He did announce a game. The trailer. I don't even think he's in the trailer for the game that he announced. He's though. he's not in the trailer. I can't remember it what it's called. Do you remember what it's, it's called? It's called Exodus. Thank it's you. called Exodus. Exodus. I thought and that's what it was, but yeah, he's it, not even in it. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's like he wasn't in the that part of it, and it's it's archetype is entertainment is the one that's doing the game, which um, it's got former Bioware uh, developers in it, and it's a subsidiary of Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, it's what's weird. It's like a lot of That's pieces so strange. that just came together, yeah, like, you know? But it does um, feel like Fallout, Bioshock, you know, or like, not Bioshock, Fallout, but like um, Mass Effect uh, mashup almost, but a more hopeful one because instead of a settlement needs you, you're like creating, you know, whole viable places to live and things. Can we, can we also stop calling main characters the Traveler? Uh, I feel like... Yeah, I think there's a lot of cliche terms that we could probably stop using and that should be on the list. I mean, you could say explorer, and I'd be happier with it. I would traveler, you know. It's like, no, really, it travels. Okay, but that's the main character. Much too, like they're trying really hard to find something. But you could just give them a name. It worked great in Mass Effect. Shepard. Mm-hmm. It is a gender neutral name. You can make your you playable character whatever you want, and it fits, and it sounds great. And it also is, you know, one of those terms where it's a name, but it, you're shepherding people to the next thing, so it makes sense on multiple levels. Um, adds a little narrative texture to it, if you will. Yeah, depending how deep you want to get into yeah. so, <laughs> the storytelling. Don't, don't just, you know, oh, this guy's the traveler. Come on, man. Writers. It looks like it could be a strategy game, too. I don't know. It's Sometimes with these trailers, they show you something. Like, one of the ones that I thought was super cool 
um, was, uh, goddamn, Last Sentinel. And that trailer was literally a cinematic. I have no idea what the gameplay is going to be on that, but it was very cyberpunky, and I'm super interested. Could be that that gameplay is like XCOM, and I'll never play it in my whole life. Um, not that X the XCOM strategy thing is a bad thing. Not my cup of tea. But that's how game trailers are you now. You played they're a like, turn-based game? Just think of everything like Boulder's like, Gate now. They're like, here's a teaser, and they show you this cool <laughs> cinematic, and then the game is nothing like that cinematic. <laughs> So, who knows what Exodus or Last Sentinel are going to be. Um, Interesting. Okay. Oh, did you just watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like I said, I, haven't, I didn't watch any of it. I mean, it looks interesting, but, I mean, you don't oh. really get a feel for the game I'm, at all. I'm excited, though. They showed um, one, of the, one of the games that I loved on 360, and I ended up uh, playing it there, and I also ended up playing it on my PC, was Brothers, A Tale of uh, Two Sons. And the fact that they are remaking that game makes me so happy. <laughs> Is it remaking um, or remastering? It's remake. It's a oh, full oh, remake oh. game. And if, for those that don't know, it's the same guy that did No Way Out and um, the one with the couple that gets shrunk down that's recently come out, but um, that I can't think of uh, right now off the top of my head. But the um, but it's a cooperative game for that one. The um, uh, like No Way Out is what they did with this for the gameplay and what was so unique about it is you have two brothers. You're controlling one with the left stick and one with the right stick. So as you play through the game, that's how you play it. And so I'm interested to see in a modern era how they're going to, you know, because uh, some of the views they were showing, I'm like, man, that's going to be interesting <laughs> to try to control. Um, but the story is just, it's really, really well told. Um, there's no, uh, at least in the original, there was no talking. It was just like made up sim sound talking. Mm -hmm. Um and so I'm interested to see if they progress the story the same way or if they decide to hire voice acting or what they end up doing with it. Uh, but I think it kind of loses its its feel if you if you hire people for it because they, they do such a good job of telling the story without having to have acting in it. Um, yeah. So, But I'm excited about that one. Oh. That was one of the few I was excited about. <laughs> I, I watched, I saw more stuff that I want chicken to play on stream for me than I wanted to play for myself. That's fair. Because some of it was like, there was one and I still can't remember. Oh, what was the name of the thing that I told you about that we had to look up because I couldn't remember except for one word. And now I can't even uh, remember the word properly. It starts with a K. Yeah. Karen or something like that. It's like, No, the K. Yes. The, you're, the one you're talking about was uh, does have a K in it, and then there was one you wanted me to play, which the Tales well, of Kinzera. Yeah, the one Zao. that I was like, you're gonna have to tell me how you feel about that one, yeah, because that one yeah. was a platformer. Um, um there was that so, that one. There was the uh, God, what was the name of that other one? Because I had to look it up, and it just ran. It was like the in the I bottom of an article. The name was there, and I can't think of the name of it. The one that I can remember the name of was Rise of the Ronin. Um, which I'm interested to see if Chicken actually likes, because he was like, yeah, yeah, and then they had a gun, uh, gun in the gameplay, and he's like, oh, I don't know about that now. Um, yeah, even uh, even when I play Shogun, I always try to stay away from the musket, uh, the gunplay. I don't know. I, I don't like if I'm gonna play medieval Japan, I prefer to play right before uh, the the gunpowder era. That makes sense. That's a... <clears throat> makes sense. First Rainbow. Berserker Kar Kazan. That's the That's name it. of it. That's yeah. the one I was like, I was watching the trailer and I was like, yeah, I can't play this, but Chicken might like it and I would like to watch him play it. 
Oh, yeah, I think that was the one that I was like, hell yeah, let me get on that one. The one that you're like, is that guy a vampire? And I was like, no, I think he's a ghost. I think the old lady called him a ghost. Oh, so it's on Steam, too. Even better. Um, there's a there's a um, there's a game too that I, I think is an interesting concept. It is not something I will play. I will watch people play it, um, which is Harmonium the Musical, where your main character she's deaf. Huh. Um, but I, the game's coming to Xbox. It's going to be on um, Game Pass, but it's also coming to Netflix. That's so. Weird. I guess so yeah. This is there's adventure. like two or three of these games that are also coming to Netflix, which is just strange to me. How how does that work? Uh, like when I pull it up on my browser, is it going to be cloud? Like I'm streaming it like I do with Game Pass. Is it actual cloud? gameplay or is it like their choose your own adventure stuff that they've done before? I don't know. No, no, no. no. It's, it's actual gameplay because they, they they have mobile games. I um, don't know. Like if you're going to play it on Netflix, I have no idea how that works. Yeah, there was another one too that I saw a minute ago that was coming to Netflix. I can't remember what it was. Uh, the people that did Untitled Goose Game have a game coming out called Big Walk. Uh, which have these weird looking duck creatures with googly eyes <laughs> it's supposed to be like a puzzle game i think um so that one that one will be interesting uh, there was a lot of like indie game stuff that got shown off not that that's a problem i i don't think it is at all i'm just saying there was a it's lot good for their exposure too to have something like that yeah um there's a there's a game uh, i want more of this now i am not a big horror fan when it comes out to, to playing the games and stuff i'm very choosy on what i want to play of course outlast is one of my favorite games of all time but still isn't there a new outlast thing happening too it's outlast trials it's a multiplayer yeah i've uh, been watching keeping okay. track of it yeah. unfortunately the community feels it seems like it's dying pretty hard for mm -hmm. it which i'm a little surprised but it's a co-op mm -hmm. style trial game where yeah. it's four people trying to solve the trials against monsters and the monsters are ai Mm -hmm. so like as a group that would probably be a good game that we could play mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. I, i've been watching for it to be on sale and it's just not giving it to me well they're, they're, the full release is coming soon so they'll probably do it shortly after that Oof, man, already their game is uh, like straight up dying well like first 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 of the year i think is what it said on the trailer, if I remember oh, good luck you need but, to do something drastic they're, they're hoping that that'll get some interest back in it you better fucking release a massive update Maybe. with it Dead by Daylight is expanding out of their universe and creating um, individual games for like solo playing horror games. So you can actually they're create. I think they're. I think what they figured out is there's so much. There's only so many bad guys from uh, horror yeah. movies, and so you're gonna have to figure out something eventually. So you create your own. I think is the thought process on this, and I I love the fact that they're doing that because I think it's brilliant on their part because they have a very successful game. When it comes to their their multiplayer, they um, just released Chuck asymmetric. I gotta buy you. Um, and then, but I, but I, I, I love the concept of that, and that's called the casting of Frank Stone. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that game does well. One uh, that I was actually interested in um, is called Lost Records: Bloom and Rage. It's a made by Don't Nod, which is the people that did um, Life is Strange and all of that. So uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I it looked pretty cool um interesting main cast it's all all ladies um and there's like a time jump so basically you see what happens to them and then skip 27 years to see where they're at now um and i i'm interested i'm interested in that story it's supposed to be late next year no actual launch date just late 2024 so 
cool. Let me let me see. Um, we also okay. got uh, Arcane Leon um, has uh, the new Marvel game, Blade. Yeah, um, I'm interested. I liked the dude that came out on stage to talk about it. That is the new main character. Um, I'm I'm there. I, I want to know what that's about. I also want to know is because they, they don't show you much. You just no, the barbershop scene and all that stuff. At best, they're usually first person. Yeah. So are we playing Blade as first person with I that sword know. and shit? I I, I doubt know. it. Something might tell me we might be doing a little third person. I would think third person and combat similar to the Batman and Spider-Man series. Those those style. I I think you could get you could do a lot better like that. I'm interested. It caught my attention, but uh, I also liked the personality of the the guy, which will also Mm -hmm. sometimes sell me on stuff because I'll be interested to see what they do with the character. Um, so I I was, I was interested. Uh. They they brought Sean Murray out on stage too, and the you know groups of people out there making announcements about stuff. And mm-hmm. you'd think after No Man's Sky, where he got super bashed for overpromising and underdelivering, regardless of reason for why, you'd mm-hmm. want to temper people's expectations a little when you announce your next project. He's like, "Ah oh, hell no! Watch this." Okay, okay. I I've I've been on Twitter a couple of times, and he mm-hmm. is straight up memeing all over himself like he is living up to that like there was one post that was earlier he, he was like all the people behind the scenes are like sean Murray, don't make sure you hold back don't don't over promise don't everything her. he comes out on stage and he's just like i'm gonna give you the fucking world it's procedurally generated and everyone's gonna make a million dollars what yeah <laughs> whatever whatever and he's like so I, at least I, he's memeing on himself and i mean no man's sky eventually Turned into a pretty but fucking I want good game. To understand, you cannot do that twice. You cannot I, launch garbage I, I, and then have I, it come through twice. I will Nobody's... also say this, and I will uh, to to my dying breath, I will say this: that is more Sony's fault than it is anybody else's. Because the year before that game was supposed to be released, they lost all their shit from a flood, and they did not get an extension on when they were going to end up doing it, when they were going to end up uh, uh, releasing the game. I guarantee you Sony told him they had to do it then and that's the reason that 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 he ran into the problem. I think he had do I think that the game is right now is what was supposed to be the finished product? No, I think about from the release to about halfway to where we are now is, is where, where the, the game, game would have been. Yeah. But and but it still would have been in a much better shape than it was from when it started. Also I and I will say this that he cannot overpromise now. Like mm-hmm. he has burned all good faith. Like there's nothing. He is a meme. He is a joke. Well, that's and I'm anything he says, he promises. And underdeliver again. You can't. Well, it won't matter that leniency again. It won't matter if he underdelivers because everyone is just gonna be like, oh, it's just No Man's Sky again. They won't care. Like they will only care if he if he delivers. If he doesn't, it's the same old same old. If yeah, he he's does, got an excellent he, game now. So he's just yeah. it, now it that he's got matter. a game that's excellent. Nobody's gonna care at that point because they're gonna go even if it's short from where he's saying. It's gonna get to where he is saying. Yeah, like they, gonna people at. aren't gonna care because they don't trust him. <laughs> like they know he overpromises, and mm-hmm. everyone, like you, right now, are like, "Oh, you're listening to what he's saying." Going, "Yeah, I'm sure you're just overpromising," which is what ninety five percent of the gaming community is saying. Going, "Oh, he's just overpromising." We're not gonna take his word for it because of last time. Show us, and then maybe your third attempt, we might actually believe you. But right now, 
I, you could say you could say whatever you want, little man. I I will believe it when I see it because my words are not I worth mean, much right to, now. To be honest, to be honest though, it, it's one of those where you're going to have an entire group of people that are going to say the same thing about Cyberpunk mm. because when Cyberpunk was officially released, it was, it was fucking garbage. shit. Yeah, and now they've finally patched it two years later from when uh, but I also three years think like that, that means that the next thing that that. Uh they announced the CD project red announces you have to be very skeptical about which mm -hmm. hopefully people are also skeptical about this game um which, which I guess i'm sure they will, be. they will be you think every one of his games is going to be a three-word title that has no in it no man's sky light no fire like what's next Probably. uh then, then no has to go at the end yeah you got to move it all yeah. the way to the end i said no. uh, there you go I, I, it's a horror <laughs> game i said no um i think that the the thing about this game, too, is he said that he was going to create a planet bigger than Earth. Um, it And first of all, like like Griffin and I talked about this a little bit. How do these servers work? Because, like, is this like yeah. Atlas where you're going to have a squared off area that's dedicated to a server? But he wants everyone that's playing the game to be on the same planet. Which is just not going to work. Like, ask Blizzard how quickly they had to figure out how to make layers work for World of Warcraft. Like, yeah, it, 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 it won't is happen. not going to be able to sustain that. <coughs> and if your servers can sort of sustain that, people's PCs are not. Like, no, it, well, maybe it what happening is something with the layering, but he's not wrong either. They're all living on the same. They're all yeah. playing on the like, same. Oh yeah, planet. you are all there on our servers. We our computers can see where you're at at any given time. You can't well, like see you the said, other people. The but, but you can group. You can group together, and then you'll be pulled over to the other person's server. So maybe that's what he means. I don't know, man. I think I think in his little mind that he wants it to work like this. But one of the things that I think he's mistaking is the the ridiculousness of gamers is that if yeah, okay, imagine he creates a game in which can host all the players. There's enough uh, square footage to host millions of people. Right. Those millions of people are going to gather in the smallest area that they can and literally destroy your server. It will blow up. They will mm -hmm. push it to the limits and extremes. Mm -hmm. I have watched this year after year after year with with Blizzard games. They push them to the extremes of where their shit catches on fire. Like it's it's bad. You can't do that. That's why they generated layers to where it's like, yeah, okay, too many people. Let's start stretching them out through these giant stacks, yeah. and so that it's easier on the servers. That's that's easier. But if you just try to make one giant sheet and stick everybody on it. They're gonna all congregate to one spot, and then your server is just gonna go. Bop. Well, not only not only that, people are chaotic in games. Yeah. Um, this goes back to Elon not wanting to shoot police officers, right? <laughs> well, guess what? There are people that want to shoot the police officers in the game. So it's in like, games, of course. In yeah. games, but 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 when you put people in a PvP environment, because obviously that's what it's gonna end up being is more of a PvP environment. When you put them into a PvP environment, guess what they're gonna do? They're going to to just completely destroy everything that they possibly can. Um, it's just because that's the way they work. How can I troll other people? Yep. Uh, um, yep, yep, yep. You know, and it's like, I love the concept. I really do. But I do not have faith in humanity enough to do it. But I do like the fact that instead of going, hey, we're going to have a rainforest area, and we're going to have a desert area, and we're going to have stuff like that. Instead, they're like, we're going to have a fantasy area. We're going to have an underwater area that if you want to have, you know, fins and shit, you can just do that. And if you oh, want to do... Oh, man, I'm getting some wild Westworld vibes here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's very Westworld. 
Yeah. Like it really is. Ooh, it really is. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. Uh, it's I'm, a cool call concept. Call me intrigued. Call me intrigued. I'll watch it. I'm still interested in No Man's Sky. I've never put time into it, but you know, maybe someday. Well, and think of the content side of it. So you're going to have that person that goes, I, I want to watch somebody in the fantasy world. Somebody else is like, oh, I want to watch somebody that's over in, you know, the underwater part of it. And you might have somebody that never leaves the fantasy part of that because that's their niche. That's what they mm -hmm. enjoy doing. Um, you know, or maybe you'll have one that's a prehistoric world, so you'll have dinosaurs there. So now you're competing with Ark. You oh, well, know, fantastic! I'm there. Oh, you, you know, know what? This one's not on the the list of this uh, compilation list, but there was a Jurassic Park game that got shown off. So, uh, uh, it's set back in like the original Jurassic Park. It, um, it apparently it takes place directly after the films. Well, like, directly I mean, yeah, after the, the whole, first film, like you can tell that it's literally right after. They get rescued from the island. You in the well, the main you know, character is T Rex and the you know the main character comes out and it's like, oh, is anybody there? I've been left behind, and it's like right after they leave the island. So, yep. I mean, they've done that a couple of times. The Jurassic Park Telltale game takes place during the first one too. Uh, so, not a I, lot of non-canon stuff. I want to. I want to see more gameplay footage of this or yeah. actual gameplay footage because I'm still not convinced any of that was gameplay footage. But uh, I, the the part where she's on the little boat thing and the alligator jumps up on top of it, I'm pretty sure that looks like that's gameplay footage where you're trying to use the little boat thing to to scoot scoot across a scooty. different thing. That 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 scooty, felt a scooty. lot like Resident Evil style right there where you know you activate it and you've got to fight off the alligator to keep it off the boat from pulling you in. So that right. that felt very gameplay wise. If I, I had to guess it's probably going to be like third person survival horror like well, like well, the, in the hallway it looks like first person. It might be first person. Yeah, in first person I now if it's first person I'm all about it. Um if if the gameplay is good. The third person uh I would if they're gonna do third person, I'd rather it be an actual survival game mm -hmm. to where I'm having to get resources and survive waiting on the people to come back for me type deal. Oh, and then and then, you know, now arc style but but modern, right? Um can I get this you know, make this stuff I, I think first person is gonna be a better bet then because I for Jurassic, if you're going with that version of Jurassic Park, then the urgency is going to be your main story push. Like, yeah, I think it's narrative. Yeah, I think it the whole has thing to is be, narrative. be narrative. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I think that's going to fit better into that, and maybe it's just surviving until the hurricane passes or <laughs> something. Maybe turning the power back on or or doing something to escape the island. Uh, right. So, I'm I'm interested. I want to see more for sure because Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all time. So. Right. So we'll see. Yeah, there's definitely some some stuff and some things and all. Oh, I guess there was one other actual award thing that I wanted to get your hot takes on. Um, this one's not it. The hot take, not on this. Uh, legitimately, Last of Us got best adaptation. I would agree with that. Oh, hands down. Um, I think all Great. of the well, okay. I think most yeah. of the people in that category, like the Super Mario Brothers movie and whatnot worthy of being in that category but last of us the tv show was pretty good like pretty fucking I, good. i'll give it a little bit more to the last of us because it changed its medium entirely from video game to real life where mario it. was cg was like a video game to cgi yeah. like you were still able to animate it as, as well, you wanted I mean, in the game wants to watch 
You nobody wants watch to watch a realistic. Nobody I know. Wants to watch if you want to watch that, no there's a version from the nineties. You can. But that's um, that's why I'm movie. that's bad why movie. I'm giving it a little bit more credence to The Last of Us. Not only was it the best adaptation, they also changed mediums, which is especially difficult too. Yeah. So like th- I mean, that is not taking away from the Mario movie. The Mario movie was absolutely incredible. Has, I love. Has it. anybody it here fun. watched? Twisted Metal at all? I have not yet. We were I, going I, to I people, we got sidetracked. I think, I think people that have watched it, it and said it's I, fun. Did Baka, did you watch it? Did you watch yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say. Did you like it? You I think? can't remember what you said. I think you even talked about it on the show. I mean, I can't it, it, was, it, it was okay. I mean... It, but was it an actual adaptation? Because it, it, just... it was... Okay, so if you're, you're going into to adaptation of like... In the sense of well, what what did, did they take game and put it? His internet's dying. Please hold. <laughs> That's a great spot for him to freeze on, though. There you go. Okay, so they're taking an go. adaptation. Right. What? Sorry, Baga. Um, if they're doing an adaptation, uh, like this is a video game where we're redoing it and re- retelling the story in. To, to a different format, like like a show or a movie, it, it kind of fails on that end. Like, mm. the, 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 if you're going into the twisted little show, expecting a tons of, of just going around driving cars and blowing each other up, and it, it doesn't really do that. At Isn't all. that like the whole point? I don't know. I I yeah. don't. Um, I mean, there's a little bit of it, and towards the the, the end of the the season, there there's a, a like a, a big scene of a bunch of cars and and shit. But most of the the season one, what was not involved really with any of that, it, it felt more of like a we'll, we'll throw in characters from th- throughout the franchise that. You know, not not even all of them are adapted correctly. Anyway, um, yeah, um, not like Mr. Slam from Twisted Metal Two. It's like, oh, he's in there for a brief moment, but he's not in his vehicle. And we're we're gonna show you uh, how how we got his name, Mr. Slam, which involved his um genitals and and being used as a hammer. Okay, well then, all right, um. Um. So, yeah, and there's some other characters that like pop up like briefly, and it's like, oh, there's that character, and they're dead. And yeah, so like honestly, as an adaptation of the the Twisted Metal franchise, it it fails. It it fails in that part. It it was still kind of entertaining to kind of go go through and watch in some parts, but. Uh, I think Sweet Tooth was probably the the best character out of that, and even then, he he's not the main focus at, at all. Hmm. Um, and they, they they leave it open for like uh, the the actual Twisted Metal tournament for for season two, uh, assuming that they get a season. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure they, they got a they season got, two. Yeah, yeah, they, they got yeah they they mentioned it. Uh, it's been greenlit in the speech oh. or in the. Uh... When so may, maybe may, maybe that that'll and you know, make more action of what you expect the battle to be, but 
so season one was basically it felt like it was kind of set up for all of it. Yeah, like I, I my biggest thing is if when you do adaptations like this, whoever is doing it needs to automatic like just needs as a starting thing to give it two seasons. Like you don't worry about renewing it. You just be like, you got two seasons. Tell me you what can you got. do. You can do your setup because people who don't know franchises, you need time for a setup. Then you can mm-hmm. kind of go into more of the meat in season two. But you like Netflix is so bad with it. One you need at least canceled. two seasons. You need at least two seasons to I establish mean, some lore, canon, and interest. Like giving well, everyone I mean, one chance Disney, Disney has done the, the uh, shit like that too. Like, look, look at Willow. Like, I, I love the the Willow movie. I, I, I like the TV show they did, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're, we're just going to cancel it after one season." Netflix does does that shit all the time. Yeah, I, I, like I'm uh, feeling uh, too. The Dark like, Crystal TV show. Yeah, Dark too. Crystal got. Yeah, yes. they, they they they. It's like, oh yeah, they they won all these awards and and all this other stuff. Everyone loved it, and it's gone. Yeah, it's like, but, but it's one of those guy. things. Like for that show, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's that good, but the amount of hours people spent watching it was not. It's like everybody's eyes are worth the same. Like you could be a millionaire and watch that show, and your time spending it is the same as someone who's poor and watching the show. It's like it doesn't matter it, if only two people are watching it. it even if it is god tier, it's just not making money. But. I strongly believe two seasons are absolutely necessary for any sort of adaptation. At least. Well, and that allows you as a writer, you're building it and you go, okay, we know where we're going by the end of season two. Yes. So like if they go mid season two, you're not getting a season three. Guess what? You change a little bit on the end and you can complete you can it after two it up, seasons. Yeah. yeah. Like you could at least do a two season arc and then kind of leave it a little open so that if you know, you get that third season, you can continue your flow if not, then at least you've given some sort of a semblance of an ending. Mm. But but two seasons. At least two. Well, Castlevania Nocturne to me was kind of the same too, where it's like, yeah, it's a like, I, I don't, don't get me long, wrong. I, I enjoyed it, but... It was it, a you're, setup. You're looking at, well, it, it, even it, even still, as a setup, if you're, you're looking at what, what it's based off of, as far as the run of blood line, it, I think he said it fails. Yeah, I think this is. You guys, I, I'm, I'm, this I'm is hoping all, his recording sounds good on his. We're all in the same <laughs> boat. We're, we're just having to decipher what's happening here. Uh, yes, it's, it's his internet is yeah. as a adaptation from the the game to that story wise, it, it kind of fails in that regard. But, well, I will uh, say strongly, again, I, I still enjoyed it. I will say strongly that the Netflix Castlevania people have taken strong liberties of changing the story from the games. Like they pick things, but they shift, oops, they shift the story into something different almost every time. So like, Which I'm not saying is not, not this is really bad, but I'm just saying as an adaptation from the, the Rondo of Blood storyline to, to that in that regard. Yeah. Yes. But if you're just looking at just lagging again, yeah, it it must be bad weather out there. But yes, what 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 I agree with him. If you are adapting Rondo of Blood to the Netflix, it's it's not that good. 
But if you look at it as a standalone, it's pretty good. Which uh, some mediums do. Like uh, The Last of Us. As an adaptation, it's not. It's near perfect. Uh, and as a standalone, it's near perfect. Sometimes, it's like Halo. As an adaptation, it leaves things to be desired. Hey, I got a second but, season, though. Which is about but to as a second season, season because people that don't understand the franchise were cool with what they saw. Yes, and as a standalone... It, it fared better than it being an adaptation. And that's that's what like consumers have to understand is like you, you you have these two different audiences that look at this together and one knows the source content and what knows what they're looking at and can compare like Griff. And then you have people who can view it as a standalone and has no idea for the source content and can view it as a as it is. So, and depending on depending on where it falls and, and like what it does uh, directs more towards is what kind of audience you're gonna you're gonna grow from. So, mm-hmm. uh, and The Last of Us hit both of those. Yeah, whether it you knew everything about Last of Us, to be good for people that knew, and it didn't need as much explaining for people who didn't know that they weren't going to understand it, you know? Exactly. Like, it hit enough story beats to... It made it easy to consume for people who didn't know anything about the last I would also argue some of that is the the cast was just super stellar, too. I mean, you got some real strong actors and actresses that really carried a lot of oh, that. Oh, but the hate on the internet when they announced who the people were. Yeah, and were I know. Like, and then, blah, blah, blah. Then the show comes out, and they're like... These are the people you're complaining and, about. And to be fair, like I, I didn't, I was not a hater or anything, but I was like, well, I don't know because I'm so, I have such a hard time divorcing myself from what they look like in the game because that's what I've spent so many hours with already to watching this. But like, season by the end of the first episode, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm all in. That's Joel and Ellie for me right now. That's fine. Um, I'm good. Um, yep. So they, I, I was all about it. Anyway, the the one that I actually wanted your your hot takes on, um, best multiplayer. Oh, the winner I, was uh, I strongly like. I vehemently disagree with that, and the panel who said that I I there's, strongly disagree. There's an I would be interested difference. to see what the ten percent was on that. I mean, yeah, I'd be interested. I, I strongly disagree. I feel like there's an inherent difference these days between multiplayer. And co-op. This Boulder but, hey, is a if you co-op read, game, and it if, I get it. Outstanding. If you read their little multiplayer game design, including co-op and massive multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform, that's what it says, and I get it. Yes, it's I, just one of those things where that feels like you're putting two different categories in one. It and, is because it would take away from his time to put more trailers in this damn show. <laughs> and I, I will say this against it, like. Boulder's Gate 3 is a game that is best experienced as a single player thing. When you play it within co-op, it it's completely different. changes the design of the game. Like you are no longer argue, the main character. Oh, that is where like once you get it into co-op, that is where you start losing your narrative like yes, strength. That's fair. Because then that's you have fair. if you have a whole pack of murder hobos playing it together, the story is not as narratively like, co- cohesive as and it you was don't when know you're what's going on. Player. You don't know what conversations your p- other people have had. Like you could be, you, you will now. They show you now. 
well, only if you like if you click on them. On them but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're out doing something and looting, and then you see a, a a bubble pop up from one of your people or talking to some like major quest line, and you're like, oh shit, am I missing something? And then you get over there, and half the the village is dead, and you're like, what happened? Did, did I did I miss something? Yeah, don't worry about it. I took care of it. I mean, you lost a pretty chunk, pretty big chunk of your story. So, like, I, I have to disagree yeah. with the multiplayer. One. I love Boulder's Gate, and, and as much as they won, you know, I feel like they deserved everything that they got, and maybe some of the stuff they didn't. This one's not one I feel like they should have gotten, though. This one I feel like is is better served. Like, best multiplayer feels like something that you look you're looking for, like a matchmaking co-op game, or not co-op, but matchmaking well, I mean, competitive kind of game. Well, well, look at the, look at the ones like that are... a party game or anything like that. Yeah, it's it was Boulder's Gate, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter, and Mario Brothers Wonder. I would argue Party Animals and Street Fighters feel accurate for that. The others yes. do not. That is correct. The others are co-op games. Like, if you wanted yep. to have a best cooperative category, fucking fantastic. Do it. I know, Jeff Keighley, it's going to cut into your time. Do everything else. Stop doing everything else. This is an award Thing. Man, every 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 damn Reddit thread that I saw talking about this had the same damn issue. There's too many commercials. Like, there's too many breaks, and there's not enough award shows. Which some people were like, "I love it like that. I love that we have a place that we can get uh, uh, like a new E3 where we get well, trailers and, and we get that'd performances." And it's like, I agree with that. But that's not uh, that's, what this is supposed to be. Yeah, like change the goddamn name then. Yeah. The 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 game. Get rid of the pretense that you're giving out awards for anything at all, because you're really just you know throwing out some titles and then going on about your advertisements. But uh, like I I don't understand, and I and I get that some of some of our award shows that we've had are are completely archaic in the way that they're designed. Uh, but they've changed too, right? Mm-hmm. Academy Awards have changed their their formats over the years. Tony Awards have a great format on how they do stuff because there's a lot about performance anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I like why don't we just go? We know Game of the Year is going to be the last thing that's done. Instead of showing a trailer, remind people what damn game and how people reacted to it while they were playing it. So like Baldur's Gate three, show some shots of some Steam, uh, like uh, Steam, some of the t- streamers streaming part of the game and something crazy happening and then them reacting to it or maybe they're crying or whatever it happens to be and they get like show different portions throughout the entire show of different things game of the year nominee number two and then show whatever that is like it would make a lot more sense and yes that right there is a is one of my giant complaints is that whenever they do award shows elsewhere and they, you know, they read off the the list of categories, you get like pictures of it, and you know, you kind of get a little a little feeling for what they each are. Like when when you have whoever's reading it up there, you know, they're reading it out, and you can have like a little, uh, I don't know, screenshot or something. Yeah. yeah, playing something behind them so that people are like, oh, the Boulder's Gate is up. Damn, that looks good. Okay, Alan Wake is up. Damn, if that looks good. The way that other shows do, where they do what Oak said, where it's like a little bit of uh, like a ten second. compilation of this and then a 10 second of this nominee and then this that's um that's like 50 seconds worth uh, per category of compilations that's almost a whole minute you have to add not sucking his own dick on stage you have to add 30 seconds for the uh taking the award or for the reward speech you also have to add about 30 seconds for them to actually announce so you're almost dedicating two 
whole minutes per category to an award. Oh my like, god, that is just way too much. You that's, know how much that's advertising a minute and a half that Kojima could be on stage. You don't understand, okay? Oh. You don't get it. That that was a lot of gripe, a lot of griping that I heard. Is you gave them thirty seconds, cut them off, and you gave other people ten minutes. Yeah, ten to, minute interviews, to, to speech, the, or the some fact shit that, like presenters would have longer presentation like they're just up there bullshitting on the mic really well the for guy two to the five guy minutes that, the guy from the avengers that's that's also on twisted metal you can't convince me peacock did not pay for him to be up there and get him an award oh i know he or did, they well, did. The same thing with oh, uh, they timothy chalamet did. showing up to yeah. to present an award like he yeah. looked so uncomfortable and out of place you cannot <laughs> convince me that that dude was like i fucking love video games i want to be a part of this show please let me in no, that was definitely somebody handed me this card, and my agent told me I have to go on stage and read it, and I have no idea. Because Wonka is coming out, and yeah, dude comes out. In that's March. why is because he's got stuff coming out, and his agent put him out there, not because he gives a damn about being there. And I mean, the Kratos dude, like, cool, he got to come out and and open the show with a, the award and everything. Made a joke about his last year's acceptance speech being longer than this year's COD campaign which was which a great slam really hurt Ooh. cod developers oh. feelings yo those people got on twitter so angry about that shit like y'all you have the same fucking mentality as your every single one of your little tween lobbies like y'all can't even just let it go but the audacity to say as the winners accepting the award you can only have 30 seconds to say all of your thanks versus letting somebody get up there and just bullshit for two to five minutes before handing out the award that is garbage like y'all gotta jeff Keeley, if you want this to be an award ceremony that people take seriously you need to fucking streamline some shit and cut out the fat i'm not saying hey, cut I'm, out all I, the music performances because the, no, no, there no. were less of them this year which was nice and the ones that were there were were pretty good we, we just need to get a little bit more love for the actual awards. Yes. Like, like people, I, and I don't, I'm terrible with names. The the guy who runs Larian Studios, like he what? deserved more than thirty seconds. He deserved mm -hmm. better than having music played over his his acceptance speech. Yeah. Like if all the work a, that he has minute, done, you know, like Jesus. What the fuck is that gonna hurt? Like. Especially if you're giving somebody the game of the year. It's the end of the damn thing. Yeah, let him just like, let him go give for a him, minute, you know? Yeah, like, give him some time. I get you don't want eight, nine-minute speeches like the one from the Kratos guy. Fine. Well, that guy seems like he's got a, a big personality, too. So they should have had a talk with him, you know. But like, all right, now we need to, to move on. I appreciate it. But there needs to be ways to handle things I mean, like that while also still giving it to people who can have a, an exception speech longer than 30 seconds. I feel like they should review every year's show afterwards. Like, just go to the internet and see what people thought and what people didn't. And then realize, okay, maybe we don't do a 10-minute spiel where um, Jeff Keighley talks to one of the Muppets again. Because that was fucking terrible and nobody liked it. It didn't land. Mm. Don't do that. Just cut that You're whole... talking to my favorite Muppet and you look like an idiot. You look more like a Muppet than the Muppet looked like. At the end of the day, like a horrible, just... horrible act. But I just, I don't feel like they do that. I feel like Jeff Keighley goes, I, this is my show and this is what we're doing with it. So you guys can just, you know, fuck off if you don't like it. And that's, that's how you ruin things. Like, that's like how... Ninja did a better job with the Muppets than you did, buddy. That's all you needed. Like I said at the beginning, <laughs> Jeff Keighley has no charisma, no offense, no charisma. Brother Man is not a host face. Like, 
I don't know what it is, but he's got this just mundane, boring-looking face that just doesn't exude excitement or, like, tells you a story or draws you in. Like, every time you look at him while he's talking, he just looks like he's talking to a teleprompter without any real expression, and it kind of, like, falls out of it, and it's like... Like, on a personal level, Like, the lady was good. I liked her. He loves games, and he loves the industry and things like that, and I get that, but the problem is it doesn't come across real well. Like, Chicken's right. He has all of the personality of a missing sock, you know? Um, oh my god. Missing sock. It's it's sad, it's probably dirty, and, you know, it's just missing something. So, He's the equivalent to having a plastic house plant as a host. Yeah. That's also <laughs> accurate. It's just, you gotta do something. And he the thing is, it won't change because he's a narcissist. He loves the sound of his own voice. So he will not let somebody else do that job. He will not give up his presence on the stage. He will not give up his uh, perceived everybody loves me for doing this kind of thing. So, Hey, I'm just glad that we had the lady at the beginning where she was hosting it and whatnot. Like, I liked her. She was good. She she handled it. She had this kind of little bit of personality. And, like, when uh, the one thing that I saw after she announced, I think it was the... the uh, the super mario wonder win like she stood off to the side and you know got all proper and whatnot and introduced doug and he walked up and she just kind of stood there and you could kind of feel like she was like listening to his conversation and you know kind of into it listening to him and then after it was done you know they went up it was like okay that's good that feels good instead of jeff keely kind of giving you the old the old stare down it's like well but i kind of like get off the stage go away you're you're ruining my to use uh, a term we use here in the south i don't think she thinks she's too big for her britches you know what i mean like she's 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 right There's where a little bit of humbleness in there too. You can, you can yeah. feel it. Like I, I liked her. She was good. She was her happy to be there. And yes, it wasn't for monetary reasons. I mean, yes, she's getting paid. Don't get me wrong. It's not but like she likes like, it. Or, I don't even know who that was. She enjoys being there. I don't even know who it is. But she's somebody that's she's not Jeff like, Keeley, and that's the important part. Sydney <laughs> Sydney Goodman. I know it started with an S. I wanted to say Sophie, but that was wrong. Sydney. No, it's it's Sydney Goodman. What has she done in the past? Like, is she just uh, hired for this? I don't professional know. award presenter. She <laughs> is a presenter. <laughs> oh, it's a host and freelance content creator for the go. Daily Fix. Okay. Uh, a so show for the IGN. She she's from ah, IGN. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I liked her. She definitely had the right kind of personality for the pre-show, and uh-huh. then and then the show actually started, and Jeff Keighley came out, and it went down. Yeah. In my opinion, he had an hour of her and like a million hours of him. Uh, yeah, it's like bring her back, bring her back. Help. Speaking of a million hours, we're uh, getting closer to the two hour. You mark, told so. everybody at the beginning this is going to be a long show. And this I, is your fault. I did not. I did not uh, rush you guys through anything or anything like that. I am just mentioning um, that uh, people might be getting tired of us by now. How many hey, times have you hit the pause button for it's, breaks? It's uh, the last show of the year. That's true. So, you are so slow with that. It's the last show of the year. <laughs> it was intentional. You know it was. I know, right? Come on now. You should get it by now. It's like the fourth time that I've done that. Uh, <laughs> you suspense. I don't like it. Was there was there uh, any other category upset or um, surprising trailer or anything that you wanted to uh, bring up? No, that was all for the game awards and whatnot. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just I just went a whole lot. Other than the fact that we can just sit there and bitch about it all damn day, um, I, I, there wasn't really a whole lot 
um, there that yeah, I was there surprised. Wasn't, as far you know? as on the trailer front, yeah, it wasn't too surprising, but it also, the ones that we didn't know about weren't so groundbreaking that everybody, you know, To me, this is the least lives. eventful. Yeah. Um, I think, well, maybe maybe Hideo's the OD thing, but I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is he releases, you know, and it's hard to really buy in, especially after the Silent Hill thing, which I understand that that was partially Konami, where it's like, he showed off something really exciting. There was even a playable teaser, and then it just disappeared. So it's it's hard to, like, really buy into uh, Kojima products um, on special teasers alone, you know? I would agree with that. I mean, I, mean I, I wouldn't say that because when Death Stranding's teaser came out, everybody was like, give me more of that. Because they were so confused by what they were seeing. Yeah. They yeah, wanted like more. It gave us a lot more. This was just pictures of people like staring at a screen or staring at you yeah. at the camera. And then at the very end, you saw something in the lady's eyes and then screened. And that was it. That's all we got out of it. Yeah, and it then, wasn't, we don't even know what we're asking for more of in that yeah. context. Yeah, and then you had uh, then then they basically was like, this is more like a movie than it is a a video game, but it's both. It's Which a new medium. Which is also concerning. That's also yeah. concerning because for Kojima, that probably means he's really leaning into that half hour, you know, cutscene at the end of this game is is like, oh, what if that was the whole game then? How long was the OD teaser? A uh, minute forty is what this video says. Okay. Watching the Death Stranding teaser from 2016, yeah, there's not much there. It's a lot slower paced, but it's, uh, yeah, it's. But there was more, yeah. what is that, what is that, what is that, versus this, which that is, is true. These are people staring into a ring light in uh, an empty room. <laughs> what is that? What is that? What is that? Yeah. Nothing. Boring. Don't give it to them. <laughs> <sighs> nothing. You get nothing. Oh. oh. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment down below on what your favorite part of the award ceremony was and trailer. Uh, you know. I just noticed her pupils are triangular shaped. Aww. That's weird. Stop staring at me. Uh, very weird. Yes, please make sure that you leave that down. Hit the sub button and the little bell. Yep. We'll be back next year. Yeah, we will be back next year. Jeez, chicken. Yeah, we will be back next year. Uh, we usually do what's your favorite or your game of the year. Oh yeah, well end. you know what? I'm still playing mine. <laughs> just, sure just which, which? Okay, mine is easy. It was Resident Evil Four. Like that to me was my oh, game of the year. Boulder's Gate is great, but I mean I have a personal attachment to Resident Evil Four, and like to me, like you couldn't that that right there is the pinnacle of remakes. If you're gonna remake a game, it needs to be of that caliber. I would agree with that from what I saw you play of it. Yeah, like I would agree with that. Speaking of, are yeah. you gonna try to stream the DLC this week? Yeah, <laughs> finally bringing back the stream. I yeah. get to play my DLC finally. Get to play Ada. You said yours was BG three. Boulder's yes. Uh, mine is probably Dave the Diver. <laughs> and, I, and I'd say that just because I haven't be I haven't gotten through BG three all the way, so. Um, I do. I, mean, enjoy I made it pretty game. far, but y'all need to finish it so that I can discuss the ending with you, okay? No, uh, but Dave the Diver was like I I I like the fact that um, Mint Rocket put a bunch of different genres together in one game um, and created something that was just fun and 
I could pick up casually if I wanted to. Um, still can go back to it right now, the same game that I finished, and, and continue to do what I was doing in it. Um, in fact, in December 15th, they've got a um, a little cooperation with Dredge, um, a level that they've put in there as well. So um, that's supposed to be coming out. Um, so it's just, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and I like the story. The story was fun and funny. So. What about you, Baka? What was your uh, big thing this year? What was your game of the year? Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm a sucker for D D and D style stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't blame you. Baldur's Gate three was absolutely pinnacle. <laughs> and I, I haven't played Tears of the Kingdom because I've got to get that and a new controller for the the Switch. So joystick drive. Oh, fun. They, they just won't won't even recognize the, them being connected anymore. Mm. Oh. That's so you like Dave the Diver over Hogwarts? Yes. Damn. Okay. I I enjoyed Hogwarts. Don't get me wrong. Well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they could it, still be up there. It's just it's one of those where um, I liked the casual aspect of being able to pick it up, play, and it was entertaining too. Um, oh yeah. But I did enjoy Hogwarts. Yes. Hogwarts. Congratulations! You just made a new meme. Welcome to Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Where they play with pogs. Okay, look, people listening to this might not be old enough to even know what that is, okay? Google pogs. You'll totally understand what we're talking about. Or you won't, not, because not. it was very confusing as to what they were to start with, so. They're collectible things, right? <laughs> no, you're having to research. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, I remember these things. Uh, yeah, that, that game was so. The game was so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like the the whole aspect of like, yeah, well, you know, I, I'm gonna keep all the ones that I want, and they're, they're mine now. And it's like, but, <laughs> but they're oh, mine. Key, I, back I up. bought it because I, I like the picture of it. it it's mine. <laughs> oh my god, mine! You cannot have it. I'm getting out of here. It's all. It's like four thirty ish. Well, all no, I have to say for this year in video games, it has probably been the best year oh, in video games in the last, year. I don't know, 15 years easily. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think the last great year of games was 2007, like pinnacle of games. And yes, that is when uh, Call of Duty Mo uh, Modern Warfare came out, Halo came out, Gears of War 2 or 3 came out. Like, back in 2007 was a year yeah, like, of hits. Seven would have been what, Halo 2 or Halo 3? Yeah, Halo 3. Yeah. Oh, like you hurt me in the old. Yeah, and that's still one of the best games of all time. <laughs> oh, my hands down! Like the the wrap up to that trilogy was just holy shit, just that good. So yes, it definitely stands the test of time. Yeah, I think there's a lot of game. I mean, even even outlying games you you know that people weren't sure about or didn't know about at first, like Lies of P, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, like, it, like, big year. Um, like nobody expected Dredge, um, Dave the Diver, stuff like that to be part of the conversation with these big AAA games that were coming out. I didn't out. expect Boulder's Gate to be huge like that. Like I was like, yeah, I want it. I know Baka had played it in early access, and I'd had my eye on it, um, but I hadn't really like deep deep dove into any of it. I didn't play it while it was in early access, so I had no idea what I was looking at. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll get it, but we've got all this other stuff that we've got to do right now, and, like, financially, it's been a tight year for money and things, and then it came out, and everybody was talking about it, Chicken's like, I'm going to get us a copy to play together. We'll get two copies. And so we got two copies loaded up, a, you know, co-op session with each other, then we were like, 
this seems like it'd be more fun solo. So let's play our solo games and we'll come back to this. And we have never gone back to the, the co-op. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely like looking through the 2007 list of games. This this year is probably the best year for games since 2007. I mean, you got you got Elder Scrolls Oblivion in there. You got Bioshock in there. Oh. Rock Band. Like you got Mass Effect, Call of Duty 4, Halo 3. Like I am talking some year. of the biggest games in history 2007. So 2023 gets to go down in history with the year 2007 <laughs> for greatest years in video game history. Oh yeah. My yeah. opinion. Well, I mean, maybe next Hopefully, it doesn't take 15 years to get to the next one. 16 years. 16 years. Whatever. Math's hard. Nobody pays me to be here talking about numbers, okay? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Super Mario Galaxy 2, by the way. Another fucking top tier game. But yeah, anyway. So, yes, 2023 has been the greatest year, one of the greatest years in video games. Long overdue. Yeah. Especially after year after year of. Sadness. Yep. Let's see what happens next year. We earned it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't expect next year to be anywhere near uh, this tier. No, probably won't be. But but no. but we'll be playing all of these games throughout the next several years. I don't know. You're going to get a lot of games in the the first quarter of 2024 though because of the the, the delays and stuff that they had. But we'll, um, so we'll, we'll get the same 2024 quality. is probably going to be a good year. It's just not going to hit 2023. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think next year is going to be mostly a reset year because we'll get the new Nintendo console and. You know, if not next year, next winter it'll be the right after that. So it'll it'll be a reset year. Oh yeah. Anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody that hangs out with us. You know, it was you know fun twenty twenty three when it came to games. Uh, I enjoyed it anyway. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> uh, make sure that you do hit that sub button along with the little bell at the bottom. Go to twitch.tv forward slash elite chicken 313 where he's going to start playing through the DLC for Resident Evil 4, um, which should be fun. Also, make sure that you go to uh, either kick or uh, to Twitch. Go to MDB Oak Tree on there as well. Um, usually, mainly Sundays right now, just Valheim because um, Valheim, why not? Uh, <laughs> more and more Valheim. Um, but uh, yeah, Revenue Respawn. I'm Oak Tree. I'm Griff. I'm Chicken. I'm back up. See you next year. Bye. Bye. Bye.